0: Hello everyone, happy new year and welcome to season two of Transformative Talk with Coach V. I am your host, Coach Vanessa Green, and if this is your first time listening, welcome, welcome to the podcast. If you missed season one, I strongly encourage you to go and check out the first season of the podcast. And if you've been with me since season one, thank you so much for coming back. Thank you for the support. Thank you for the love. This is definitely a labor of love. And I, and I just enjoy doing these episodes and just talking about things that God lays on my heart to share with you as we continue on this journey to a transformed mindset that leads to ultimately a transformed life. And so with this being the first episode of 2022, I wanted to talk about this. Change your mindset and change your life. Oftentimes when we talk about mindset, it's our way of thinking. It speaks to the things that we're passionate about, our beliefs, our convictions, our values, our morals, our standards. It's also a part of our identity, our character. Um, the things that we're sensitive to, the things that we're compassionate towards. Um, It also speaks to our heart posture and our attitude. And so when we take the time to sit back and evaluate our mindset, our our values, um, our beliefs, and we oftentimes will find that as we go along this journey of life, those things begin to change the things that we used to value or hold in high regard, they begin to change as we mature, as as we experience things, as we have encounters with people and um, come across circumstances and situations, go through trials. Those things begin to change. And so with those changes, our life changes. The things that we used to believe or things that we used to say they begin to shift, and so therefore your life begins to shift. And so I, I truly believe that when you change your mindset, you, you will greatly change your life. There will be an impact in your life that will be like none other. And this is not a, a one-and-done type thing. You are constantly evolving. You are constantly changing. You're constantly growing and maturing. And so your mindset is going to change from season to season, every year that we get older, every year that we gain more experience, every year that we're, um, every opportunity rather that that we have to experience things, that affects our mindset and then it impacts our life. Um, hopefully for the better. We should always look for the blessings in everything that we go through and let it have an impact on our life for the better. Never something that takes us to a place where we're bitter or resentful, but always in the presence of God, seeking Him to see what it is that He has to say, what He's trying to show us or teach us in that moment that could help change our mindset. So there are three things that I thought about in preparing for today's episode that um, I believe really have great impact on how we live our lives and what we allow to lead our lives. The first thing is that changing your mindset means leaving some old things behind. And this is oftentimes a very difficult thing for for most of us. We've built our life around certain things. Um, we've gotten accustomed. We've grown accustomed to certain things. And when we find ourselves in a place where we're no longer satisfied, where we see that the things that, we, that we've attained no longer bring us that pleasure because you've conquered that thing. Um, and we desire something new. And so that means we have to leave some old things behind. We have to leave those old attitudes, those negative mindsets, the the negative self-talk. We have to leave those things behind so that we can embrace some new things, so that we can have the space and the capacity for something new. The second thing is changing your mindset means leaving some people behind. Now, that can be a really difficult one because if we really think about it, our circle is going to change. We're going to take the time, hopefully, to evaluate the people that we have in our circle, the people that we associate with, the people that we listen to. Um, We start really looking at the kind of conversation that we allow ourselves to be a part of. What place? Or what part did we play in that conversation? Were we a part of that conversation when they were gossiping about somebody else, when they were talking about somebody else, when they were downing or criticizing or judging or condemning somebody else? What was my role? So there's also a place where we have to not only look at the people, but how we contributed to that. Why do we allow ourselves to stay in that situation or even partake in the conversation. So we have to do some self-evaluation as well. We can't just dismiss it and find fault with others because that's just continuing to contribute to the problem. But what role did I take? Did I step up and say something in defense did I make a decision to remove myself from the situation? Because sometimes just being in the the vicinity oftentimes signifies complacency or you're in agreement with what is being said. So sometimes that means that we have to leave some people behind. It doesn't mean that you fall out. It doesn't mean that you... That you um, become angry or never talk to the person but your conversation changes you you may be friends but you just are friends at a distance you have to know who's in your circle and then who's in the circumference so maybe some people need to be moved around and believe me when I tell you whoever God removes from your life he will be faithful to replace them with someone that is wise. Someone who can show you the way, that can offer you the encouragement, that can offer you the motivation, that can offer you the accountability that you need to get to that next step, to get to that next level. My pastor always says, if you're the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room. And so oftentimes we are afraid to leave that room because we've attained a level of of success or notoriety or popularity, and so we love the adoration and, and, and the accolades that we get from from that group. so we don't want to be somewhere where we're not known and there's no attention or no light on us. but it's not about being in the spotlight. It's always a being about being the light. And so take the time to evaluate your circle. Do I need to leave some of these people behind so that I can get to the next place that God has for me? Because unintentionally and unknowingly to some people, they may be the stumbling block. They may be, they may be uh, the, the thing that's between you and your breakthrough, your destiny, to that next level that God is desiring to take you to. And so we have to realize that everybody can't go with us and we have to be okay. Because God will be faithful to to replace that person or those people in the right time, in the right season. And the last thing is changing your mindset means leaving your old life behind. And this is just really a summary of the first two things. Leaving those old mindsets behind, those old habits The things that we used to do, the people we used to associate with, the things that we used to watch on television, the things that we used to look at on social media. We have to leave those old things behind. You've got to leave your old life. You will definitely learn from those things, but you can't continue to carry those things with you into this new place, into this new part of your journey, this new season that you're about to um, embark upon. You can't take the weight of that, the heaviness of that. You have to go into a new thing. When change comes, some old things have to be left behind. Some new things have to come to the forefront. You have to, again, have the space and the capacity to embrace those new things. And if you don't have the space, you won't have an appreciation for what is new the new things that God is trying to introduce into your life, the new things that he's trying to show you, the new relationships that you're going to need in this new place. The Bible even tells us that we can't put new wine in old wine skins. And so we have to be willing to sit down and really evaluate the things that no longer serve us and rid ourselves of those things. And it may be painful, it may be very uncomfortable, but it's necessary for that new mindset to be something that is not something that you just have for a little while or you keep up for 90 days, but that you will be able to sustain it with the help of God, that it will be something that takes root deep down on the inside of you and is something that will resonate for the days and the months to come that will sustain you through those hard times the 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 trials and the tribulations the more difficult times those old things no longer going to serve you that bitterness that unforgiveness that hurt is not going to serve you in this new place that sadness has to end that anger has to to go for you to get that new mindset, to have that new life. Those things have to be left behind. That they will be the things that you will use as your testimony to the power of God, your faith and trust and belief in Him. Because you're now picking up a new set of standards, a new set of convictions and beliefs. Your heart posture and your attitude is changing because you've left these old things these people this old life you've left those things behind you've become more compassionate you've become more sensitive you've become more empathetic with your new mindset you're you're having more compassion for yourself first and foremost you're able to give yourself grace love yourself more make peace with the the poor choices and decisions that you may have made in the past, knowing that it does not determine your future, but it's just a building block to this new place that God desires to take you. And so, having said those things, our transformative thought of the week is, I choose to change my life by changing my mindset. What better time to do this is than the beginning of the year? Going into the new year fresh, looking at the things that happened in the past year. We've all experienced so many things, but now we can start fresh. We can, we can turn the page and we can start with changing our mindset. And so here's some tips of some things that you can do as you begin to embrace this newness. this this new mindset, this new life, this new chapter, or this entirely new book that you're beginning called Your Life. The first thing is to embrace the newness. Friends, it's time to let go and let in. To let go of all the negativity, to let go of all of the hurts, all of the disappointment, all of the things that you've held in your heart and have not forgiven. All of the resentment, the anger, the bitterness, the sadness, the depression, the anxiety. Let in the light and the love of God. Let in his peace and his joy. Choose happiness. Each and every day. It's a choice. It's work. It absolutely is work. But that choice is far better than choosing to to be in a place where you can't be reached. Where you can't allow the light or the love of Christ or the love of others to come in because you're holding on so tightly to that pain. That's become your comfort. We talked about in season one how oftentimes we let pain and hurt we that we carry that, we wear that as an insecurity blanket. That that's our justification for holding on and not moving forward because we've become comfortable. We know it. We're familiar with it. But this is the time to let all of that go and let God come in. Let his love. Let his peace come in. Embrace the newness. Embrace the new thoughts, new interests, new relationships, new friendships, new connections. Discover things about yourself. Rediscover things about yourself that you have for so long hidden or allowed things to die. Let those things be reawakened in you. Isaiah 65 and 17 says, Behold, I am creating new heavens and a new earth, and the former things of life will not be remembered or come to mind. This is the time to embrace all of the new things, that those old things, if we do think about them, we don't wallow in them. We don't sit in them. But we, we give God thanks for those things. But we move forward in the new things that God has created. The new things that God is giving us. The new things that God is desiring to share with us. Those are the things that we now embrace. For he's created all of these things. The next thing that we can do on this journey to creating our new mindset, walking in this new mindset, embracing this new mindset, is it's okay to go it alone, but know you are never alone. That's a great comfort regardless of where we are in life. Sometimes we have to go through things by ourselves sometimes god will isolate us it's to get our undivided attention so he can speak to us so he can reveal things to us so that he can heal things in us so we're never alone in that process he's always with us i know oftentimes we'll say you know i feel so alone i'm by myself nobody understands nobody um truly understands what I'm saying or how I'm feeling. But God knows and he sees. He feels what you feel, but he's there. He's our comforter. And so we have to allow him to, again, love on us, that we can rest in his arms, that he hides us under the shadow of his wings so that he can Shield us from things, protect us from things until we're healed, until we're stronger. Until we're better, well-equipped to handle things of this world. So we are never alone. We're never by ourselves. Job 12 and 13 says, but only with him are perfect wisdom and might. He alone has true counsel and understanding. So only with God, only God has that true counsel and that true understanding. And if we take time to just sit quietly in his presence, not asking anything of God, but just spending 10 minutes a day just in meditation, I guarantee you that God will speak to you. God will reveal things to you. But we have to take the time to let him speak to us. That's confirmation to us that we are never alone. We're never by ourselves. He desires us to sit before him in his presence and allow him to speak to us, to remind us how much he loves us, how much he has need of us, how special we are, the gifts that we have. This is a time where he can develop those gifts and talents, that ability that we may have to write or sing songs or write poetry. Those are developing the gifts that will benefit the kingdom, that will allow us to go out and then win win souls for Christ. But we have to have that time in his presence and seek his wisdom and wise counsel in all matters. A great part of changing our mindset is making a decision that we're not going to make any decisions without him. That we're going to consult him about all matters. That we're going to follow his instructions. We're going to obey his instructions, his directions to the letter. So that we can live this life of abundance and experience the overflow and the favor of God. The next thing is that your new life awaits you. We often hear people say, um, "You know, we're not waiting on God. God is waiting on us. He has this new life. His hands are outstretched to us. He's He's never turned His back on us. He's never forsaken us. He has this new life sitting here. He has all this abundance. He has all this joy and love and peace. He has all of these things at the ready." Available to us just by calling on his name. All those things he will freely give to us, they're available to us each and every day. So this life that you're so desperately looking for is right there for you. And so we have to take advantage of that. Walk in that. Embrace that journey. He's waiting on us. He's been waiting on us this entire time to give us this new life, this new mindset, to walk in the authority that he has given us. It's not something that we have to ask for or beg for. We are his children. This is our inheritance here on the earth. Isaiah 58 and 8 says, Then your light will break out like the dawn, and your healing Restoration, new life will quickly spring forth. Your righteousness will go before you, leading you to peace and prosperity. The glory of the Lord will be your rear guard. And so anywhere we go, anything we do, God is our rear guard. He is our strong tower. He goes before us. He is with us and he has got our back. And so this new life, he's got everything lined up. He's got everything planned out. He's got everything mapped out. He's got the blueprint. And so when we finally make the decision that we're going to stop trying to write our own plan, that we're going to stop trying to go by um, the strategy that we came up with and we decide that, you know what, God, I think that your plan, as a matter of fact, I don't think, I know that your plan for my life is far better than the, the plan that I've been trying to walk out. It's too hard on this side. I want this new life. I want the life that you orchestrated for me. I want the life that you called and commanded me to walk in. Nobody said it was going to be easy. There are going to be difficulties. There's going to be trials. There are going to be tribulations. There's going to be sadness. But joy comes in the morning. God gives sunshine after rain. And so I would much rather embrace the new life that God has for me than to continue to walk in a life where I'm constantly trying to figure things out for myself and I'm making far much more of a mess than I am seeing positive results. I want the fruit of my life to be that which is good. I don't want it to be rotten fruit that falls to the ground, that no one can eat of, that I can't offer to somebody with joy and with love. I don't want anyone to to eat of the rotten fruit because I'm still in this old life where I'm angry and, and bitter and upset and holding grudges. I want this new life where I walk in peace and in love, and I can extend that to my brothers and sisters, and I can allow God's light to shine on the inside of me into the dark places in their heart and in their spirit, that they will see a transformation in their life. Pick up your new life, it's waiting for you. And the last thing is this. Don't go back to anything old. There is absolutely nothing new there. Sure, it may be shined up, it may get cleaned up for you. It may smell real good, but it's still old. It's just perfume or cologne on the same heap of trash. It's the same mess, just in a different package. So don't go back. Once you've made that decision to walk in that new life, don't go back to anything old. There is nothing new waiting for you there. There are just going to be more problems, more issues, more disappointment, more heartbreak, more frustration, more irritation. There's nothing new. And so when you make that decision to walk into that new life, that new mindset, make those changes. Don't go back to anything old there's nothing back there that is going to serve you in your future Romans 6 12 through 14 puts this very very succinctly and I love how the amplified version of um, this scripture breaks it down Therefore, do not let sin reign in your mortal body so that you obey its lusts and passions. Do not go on offering members of your body to sin as instruments of wickedness. We just got through talking about that. We don't want to give anybody rotten fruit. The scripture goes on to say, but offer yourselves to God in a decisive act as those alive or raised from the dead to a new life, we just talked about that, and your members, which is all of your abilities sanctified and set apart as instruments of righteousness, yielded to God. For sin will no longer be a master over you, since you are not under the law as slaves, but under unmerited grace as recipients of God's favor and mercy." So we don't give anybody anything old. If we have to start a whole new plant, a whole new tree, an entirely new flower bush, a whole new rose bush, then allow yourself the time to grow. Allow yourself the time to heal. Allow yourself the time to mature. Allow yourself the time to get understanding and wisdom from God. Sometimes we just have to sit back and be quiet. Sometimes we just have to sit back and allow God to speak to us. Sometimes we get so busy serving and doing and being so much and for everybody else that we don't take the time to allow ourselves to be fed. And so we go back into those old operating modes. We do what we have to do to get it done, but is God really pleased. So when we go into this new life, we go into it with a new set of intentions, with a new purpose. Our fire is reignited in a way like never before. So when you change that mindset, you're changing so many things about your life. The way you operate, the way you talk, the people that that you um, engage in conversation with the things that you read, the things that you allow in your spirit, you become more sensitive to those things because what you allow in your spirit is what you then give out. So someone is going to receive what you're allowing in your spirit. If you're watching negative things on TV or if you're looking at negative things on social media, then that will be the attitude that you give out. That's how you will speak to others. And we don't want that to be our fruit. Everything is about newness. Everything is about change, embracing new things. Allowing ourselves to be isolated if necessary so that God can heal and reveal things to us. Embracing that new life and embracing it to the fullness so that we experience all of God in the way that he desires us to experience him what he longs for, that relationship that he's longing for so that we won't go back to the old stuff, the old habits, the old mindsets, the old thoughts, the old ways, that we will no longer allow sin to be master over us because we're no longer slaves to it, but that we are under the unmerited grace of God, that we experience his favor and his mercy in every capacity, in every way. So I hope that you took some good notes today. I hope these are some things that can help you as we begin 2022 with a new way of thinking, a new way of living, a new way of moving, a new way of experiencing God and and all that he has for us. I pray that on your journey, there are things that you will experience like never before that will continue to just change your mindset, that will encourage you to keep striving and keep reaching and keep pressing towards the higher call, which is in Christ Jesus. That when you make the decision and the commitment to change your mindset, That you will see the fruits of how it impacts not only your life, but the life of your friends, your family, your loved ones. The impact and influence that it will have on others will be remarkable. All because you made a decision. All because you made a commitment to change your mindset. Thank you so much for joining me today. And until next time. Just remember that today is a great day to be made new. And I'm always, always rooting for you. Take care.